everybody. Welcome to the Celeb News Ride Home for Friday, December 6th, 2019. I'm your host, Kate Raft, and I am here with your daily supply of celebrity gossip. Today's topics, Chriselle and Justin Hartley's divorce ramps up, R. Kelly is indicted again, this time for bribery, Caitlyn Jenner dishes about Kim and Courtney taking their dad's side during the OJ trial, Greta Gerwig's in vogue talking about her secret pregnancy, and an Art Basel party roundup. Here's what you missed today in the world of celebrity news. Okay, I I don't know why I'm obsessed with this one Hollywood couple that's getting divorced, but for some reason, they fascinate me endlessly. Maybe because they don't have kids, so it feels like less heavy than some other Hollywood breakups, or maybe I'm just a moth drawn to the flame of two hot people whose lives are falling apart. Anyway, I'm talking about Chriselle and Justin Hartley. Chriselle Hartley, who I believe is now going by her pre-marriage name of Chriselle Souse, is a soap opera actress who moonlights as a realtor um, slash reality star on Netflix's show Selling Sunset. She's currently in the throes of this dramatic divorce with Justin Hartley, who is the hot guy from This Is Us that isn't Milo Ventimiglia. Now, I don't know these people, and obviously I'm in no position to take a side or anything, but I do have to say, full disclosure, I'm a huge Selling Sunset fan. It's truly some of the dumbest reality TV I've ever seen, which in my eyes makes it top-tier programming. Obviously, Chriselle is one of the best parts of this reality show. She's not afraid to be confrontational. She's gorgeous. She's also, she has this great backstory that involves her mom giving birth to her in a Shell gas station. And this guy, Chris, who worked at Shell, helped give birth to her. So the mom named her Chris Shell after the guy. Chris Shell. Her name is Chris Shell. It's amazing. She's a goddess and we have to stand. Okay, anyway, let me catch you up because we will be following this divorce closely on the podcast. Chriselle and Justin got married two years ago and are now in the throes of this contentious divorce. They can't even agree on a separation date. On the divorce filing, she listed their separation date as November 22nd, which is the day Justin filed, but he listed it as July 8th, which is weird because they've been seen out and about as a couple at least a few times after July 8th. The whole thing is just drama. People are saying she's been totally blindsided by the whole thing. She's posting vague, shady quotes on Instagram. He's refusing to pay attorney's fees or spousal support. The press is getting all these leaks from sources, which usually means someone involved is being messy. So this week, Chriselle moved out of their shared home in L.A. TMZ reported that, quote, the Selling Sunset star was seen talking to movers at her L.A. residence Wednesday, and it looks like she's staying positive through the rough situation. A moving truck was also parked in front of the house, end quote. A source talked to People.com about Chriselle's move. People wrote, and I quote, Chriselle moved out of the house today that she shared with 
with Justin. She is still in shock, a source tells People. There are so many things that she doesn't understand. They don't even agree on their separation date. It's just a strange situation. But what can she do? She has no choice but to move on. End quote. Another source, or maybe the same source, told people, quote, she certainly never thought he would just go and suddenly file for divorce and not even try to save things, the source said. He's reached a new level of fame thanks to the show, and he doesn't want to close many doors right now. End quote. Sad. Really sad. I do feel like I've aged about 10 years since starting this story, and I feel even older than Mandy Moore in This Is Us. You know, when she wears that really old special effects makeup that's supposed to make her look elderly, and we're all supposed to believe it. Just a heads up, this next topic is about R. Kelly, so it's going to touch on some sexual misconduct with minors. So if you need to dip out or skip ahead, go ahead and do that. As of last night, a new indictment has come out that accused R. Kelly of bribery, saying that he bribed a government official in order to marry then 15-year-old Aaliyah. This is so brutal. Jezebel reported on this, saying, quote, Federal prosecutors in Brooklyn say Kelly bribed a government employee in Illinois on August 30th, 1994, to get a fake ID for the teenaged singer. The fraudulent ID let the pair get a marriage license in Illinois, which would later be annulled, end quote. So R. Kelly criminally got the late singer, who was at the time a 15-year-old child, a fake ID. God, I hate everything about this. On top of the recent indictment, R. Kelly also still faces a 13-count indictment on charges of child pornography in Chicago. In addition to that, there's also criminal charges against him in Minnesota, one of which is related to engaging in prostitution with a minor. According to the New York Times, who did the initial write-up on R. Kelly's newest indictment, quote, Aaliyah, whose full name was Aaliyah Dana Houghton, died in 2001 in a plane crash at age 22. She is identified in the new indictment only as Jane Doe Number 1. In an interview this year with ABC's Good Morning America, Stephen Greenberg, Mr. Kelly's lawyer, said his client had no idea Aaliyah was 15 when they married. End quote. Cool. So he didn't know she was 15. He just thought she needed a fake ID to get married for what reason? For fun? listening to this chances are you're a normal well-adjusted human being so you're probably not following the british reality show i'm a celebrity dot 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 get me out of here as closely as i am so in case you missed it caitlin jenner is on the show this season and she's definitely not holding back when it comes to talking with her castmates about the kardashians while filming the show caitlin spilled some oj simpson era kardashian tea during a casual sit-down chat with castmates kate garraway a British TV personality, and Jacqueline Jossa, 
a British soap opera star. A quick shout out to BuzzFeed News, who recapped the episode and pulled these quotes that I'm about to read from Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn said, quote, it was a bad time for everybody, very difficult, end quote. Caitlyn also stated, quote, this trial was a joke, and when the verdict came down, Chris just turned around to me and goes, we should have listened to Nicole from the beginning. She was right, end quote. Caitlyn also revealed that the now-deceased Robert Kardashian Sr., who served on OJ's legal team, probably knew that OJ was guilty. In her exact words, Kate said, quote, there's just no way he didn't know, end quote. Damn. Then Caitlyn went on to say that Kim and Kourtney Kardashian totally sided with their father during the trial. This is pretty dark, considering that their mom, Kris Jenner, and Caitlyn's then wife, was best friends with one of the victims, Nicole Brown Simpson. Caitlyn elaborated on this, saying that the night the verdict came in, Kourtney and Kim, quote, walked in the door. I think it was Kourtney who said, well, I told you he didn't do it. Caitlin then explained that she told the girls, quote, just because he got a not guilty didn't mean he didn't do it. And I don't want his name ever mentioned in this house again. End quote. So there you have it. When Caitlyn Jenner was Kim and Courtney's step-parent, any and all OJ talk was banned from the house. To cap things off, Caitlyn added that she never even liked OJ Simpson, even before his involvement in the murder trial of the century. As a self-proclaimed Kardashian expert, I am pretty sure they don't want this information coming out, and they're probably pissed that Caitlyn talked about this on TV. The Kardashian clan generally doesn't like when Caitlyn goes off script and will allegedly go for long stretches of time without talking to Caitlyn in retaliation. And this info is definitely not the best look for Kim and Courtney, so I imagine they won't be happy about it. As of recording, they haven't commented or responded, but that's not really their style typically. My guess is that Kris Jenner will try and overshadow this story with something even bigger in the next few days, most likely in an attempt to pivot the conversation. But I do have to say this was one of the wilder moments in reality TV, like candid TV spillage. I'd put it right up there with Omarosa talking about the Trump administration while on Celebrity Big Brother. Definitely the same energy. Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements, so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one in the coast guard we think it's all of the above and more 
but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. There's a rare species of uber-private celebrities that stay out of the public eye, and it's always kind of a unique thrill when one of them does a big interview because you get a peek into their very private personal life. It's kind of like seeing your teacher at the grocery store, but with, like, some art direction. Anyway, Greta Gerwig directed Little Women, which is coming out this Christmas, and she surprised us all when suddenly she had a baby this March, seemingly out of nowhere. Like, literally, one day she was just pushing a stroller with her partner, Noah Bombach, and people were like, oh, you have a baby now. Well, eventually we found out that Greta was secretly pregnant while directing Little Women, and not even the actors on set knew she was pregnant. Now Greta Gerwig is finally going into detail about her pregnancy as she takes over the cover of January's Vogue magazine. The profile and cover, which dropped this morning, features Greta posing serenely with her newborn, Harold, and smelling the back of his head. Vogue is doing a series of motherhood-themed covers for January 2020. The other covers feature mom-to-be Ashley Graham and Stella McCartney. I have to say it's a great profile, and it's great to hear Greta get into detail about what it was like hiding a pregnancy on set while directing. Timothée Chalamet, who stars in the film, noticed that the director was wearing clothes that hid her stomach, but told Vogue, quote, I just figured that that was her style at the moment, end quote. Greta then dished how Cardi B helped her get through the long, secretly pregnant days on set, inspired by how relatable the rapper was when ranting about being pregnant on social media. Greta told Vogue, quote, she'd do videos about how her hair looked better, but then she was mad because she had terrible heartburn. Everything. I would eat it up. I've just been very moved by women who've claimed all of it. Greta seemingly managed to gracefully hide her pregnancy and then submit the rough cut of the film right in time to give birth and begin her maternity leave. While she was on maternity leave, Greta apparently had to come in for a couple days of work and record some dialogue with Meryl Streep. Vogue wrote, quote, Gerwig brought Harold to the sound studio. I felt like he was being christened by Meryl, she says, end quote. It was fun reading little glimpses as to what kind of parents Greta and Noah are. She and Noah have started started getting into making their own baby food so you know that's a thing i can't help it i love greta gerwig i love her i love that she's pregnant on set and nobody knows it i like that her personal life sounds like dreadfully boring like listen do i love celebrities who start drama of course but i also stand very boring famous people too i mean you gotta have both you gotta have both Ah, yes, it's December, which means it's that magical, beautiful, heartwarming time of year. You know, the holiday that can bring us all together. That's right, it's Art Basel Week. It's currently the Art Basel Festival in Miami. If you've never heard of it, it's a place where celebrities go to party on yachts until 6 in the morning, and they're also in close proximity to some of the best artists in the world. So since Art Basel is the reason for the season, should we do a little Art Basel party roundup? I think so. Art Basel party roundup! Yeah! 
Okay, so just a heads up, a lot of these are going to feature Kardashians because, well, the Kardashians and Kardashian-adjacent people make up about 90% of the celebrity news cycle, so you're going to have to just suck it up. Our first Art Basel item involves Kourtney Kardashian reuniting with her ex-boyfriend, model Eunice Benjima. According to an exclusive in People, quote, Kardashian 40 and Benjima 26 were both at the opening of Maggio Cipriani's new nightlife concept, Socialist to Miami on Tuesday night. According to the source, they came separately, didn't stay long, just 15 minutes or so, and then slipped out the back door together. They were on the couch together, pretty intimate in a corner. The source says they did not want people taking photos of them, end quote. After they left that party, they were later spotted on Wednesday at some club called Live in Miami Beach. They joined Courtney's sister, Kendall Jenner, and the on and off couple was papped in the corner behind the DJ booth. Yay, love is in the air, and you know, allegedly probably maybe some party drugs. Woo! Next up is the classic page six headline, Bella Hadid and Kendall Jenner wrestle in bikinis on a yacht. I mean... That's it. That's the whole story. If the Washington Post's catchphrase is democracy dies in darkness, then page sixes should be Art Basel dies in darkness because they truly have the Art Basel party beat completely covered head to toe. And I do celebrate them for that. We need hard hitting journalism in all verticals, especially because page six brought us this next headline, which is, quote, Leonardo DiCaprio parties until 6 a.m. with Kendall Jenner and the Hadids, end quote. OK, I, I do love this story because it truly blows my mind that leo is still partying this hard when he's 45 but dear god i love it so basically he shows up at the club at the very reasonable hour of 4 30 a.m and parties with kendall jenner who is apparently the queen of art basil because she's literally at every single thing and Gigi and bella hadid the crew stayed out until six in the morning our last story in the art basil party roundup includes one of the kardashians of the uk Princess Eugenie. Yep, even the royals are getting in on some of that Art Basel party action. Sure, her dad, Prince Andrew, might be neck deep in his ever-spiraling Jeffrey Epstein associations, but that didn't stop Princess Eugenie from hitting that Miami art scene. The princess attended the art festival and a, quote, Dom Perignon-fueled bash called The Last Supper at Hotelier Alan Faena's mansion, according to Page Six. But it's not all fun and games. So many famous people are currently hungover in Miami right now, and we need to gather together and pray for them. We need to pray for their hangovers, for their healing, for the vitamin injections currently coursing through their veins. <sighs> Amen. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Celeb News Ride Home. I'm once again Kate Raft. You can follow me at Kate Raft on all the platforms. Thanks to Ride Home Media and to my co-producer and engineer Jack Allison. And hey, tune back in Monday because we're going to have an all new, brand new episode of Celeb News Ride Home. Have a good weekend. <laughs>